0: History is full of the results of unintended consequences and a series of events in the town of Argonia in Kansas in 1887 is a prime example of this. In 1887 women were given the right to vote in municipal elections as long as they lived in a city that was either first, second or third class. Argonia was a third class city so the women there qualified. A group called the Women's Christian Temperance Union took the enforcement of prohibition as a cornerstone issue. They also wanted to make the point that women now had the right to have a say with their vote. Susanna Salter was an officer in the temperance union, and as the election approached she presided over a caucus that endorsed the number of pro-prohibition male candidates. This did not go over well with certain groups, especially those who were anti-prohibition. So a convoluted plan was hatched. It went like this. A group of men from the caucus secretly rewrote the ballot. They kept all the same men on the candidate list, but instead of including the name of the male candidate for mayor that had been endorsed by the Temperance Union, they put Susanna Salter's name instead. Their assumption was that no man would vote for a female mayor, and that Salter's ensuing loss would teach her and her fellow Temperance Union members a lesson. In those days, the names on the ballots were not known in advance of voting, so it wasn't until election day that it was revealed that Salter was on there. But things didn't go according to plan. When the Women's Christian Temperance Union ladies saw Salter's name on the ballot, they all voted for her instead of the man they'd nominated. Additionally, a group of men found out about the deception and decided to vote for her too. Further, by this time, word had gotten out to Salter's husband, who was the city clerk. He then proceeded to rush around and try and get the city's men to not vote for her, which some found humorous, and decided to vote for her out of spite. The end result was that she won by a two-thirds majority and was at home doing the washing when she was informed of her victory in an election for which she had neither campaigned for or pursued. Despite that, being civic-minded, she agreed to take up the office of mayor. Some would say that the joke had backfired spectacularly. Salter took up her role and set about implementing policies that aligned with the temperance union's goals. She closed down saloons and gambling houses and focused energy on improving the city's infrastructure. She was so successful at what she did that, in what sounds to me like a sour grapes comment, the Ontario Globe stated This indisposition on the part of Mayor Salter to let up on the boys seriously mars her chances of ever being a candidate for the office again as it isn't likely that next election day will find the male voters in a joking mood. (laughs) The thing was, she wasn't even interested in a second term. The Boston Daily Globe asked her about continuing her unplanned political career, and she replied, No, indeed, I shall be very glad when my term of office expires, and shall be only too happy to thereafter devote myself entirely, as I have always done heretofore. The care of my family. And that is exactly what she did. She returned to private life and lived to the ripe old age of 101. Her story has a twofold lesson. First, don't be like the douchebag pro prohibitionist and scheme to set someone up to fail. And second, if an opportunity is dropped on you, make the most of the situation, do your very best and jam it in the face of your haters. You never know, you may just become a pioneer for future generations.